toy. You're right. I do want to talk about my new toy. We have a lot that we can talk about that. We got we have like two weeks to cover now. Yeah, a lot of a lot of goofy shit has happened, and, and we gotta. We gotta oh, a lot of shit has happened. We have to discuss this. Yes, 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 yes. Um, so, what's happened in your last two weeks? Well, Fourth of July in Hillbilly Hollow. Yeah, it was an out like an outside Walmart, wasn't it? Though, were you there? No, but I heard it. Oh my God! It was. Um, the bypass was the Schuylkill Expressway for a while. Yeah. I mean, people were still trying to park in not parking lots like 15 minutes after the fireworks have started. Oh, the Emerald Fireworks. No, no. This is in Hill... No, in Lehighton. Oh, okay. 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 Yeah, it was terrible. People, and people are lighting off like fountains next to people's cars. Gotta love that. And it's like, you know, and I'm there's little children's running around in bare feet <laughs> around broken glass. Val's sitting there. She's like, I smell beer. And I was like, what do you expect? Seriously, what do you expect here? I'm, you know, it's like, we're, first off, we're even near a beer distributor. I'm sure people picked up fresh cases to just sit and drink. Yeah. No police presence. Uh, two-way streets became one-way streets the wrong way. It was a goddamn nightmare. Yeah, I'm glad it didn't go. And, and I, every every time I saw someone making a stupid turn, like a left turn and a right turn only lane, Jersey plates. How are people from Jersey knowing about Lehighton? I don't know. I didn't know Lehighton had that good of tourism. Hey, yo, they got fireworks over there by the fucking lake. <laughs> you know that fucking lake we go when we leave the shitty diapers on the beach? Yeah. They got fireworks over there. Yeah, and the fireworks were great. The fireworks were just were awesome. The, the people around, oh, my God. Yeah. And I just said, it's like I felt like I was at Walmart. I really did. <laughs> you know, and the, and the kids. I want to know this, and this has been bothering me for some time now. Parents that feed their children something red. Why do these kids always have the red stain around their mouths? It's like they're constantly... <laughs> If, yeah, if you go to Walmart, I know you'll even see it. That's part of the reason I have a red mustache. I have a mustache. No, but these kids, I mean, it's like, uh, what are they, what, I mean, how, how, it's like every red popsicle, every. I, I like the red Gatorade and sometimes it gets on my lip. I don't think children are drinking Gatorade. It's true. They're probably drinking fucking, knowing the miscreants in Lee Height, oh they're my probably God. drinking bang oh, energy it was drinks. Just, you know, it was just, <laughs> I didn't feel that uncomfortable, but it was like. You know, I, I felt that I seriously felt like if someone's going to get injured today, there are people riding their bikes down the bypass. Yeah. Bicycles, not like motorcycles. Yeah. Although a motorcycle is like a, what do you call a group that's not really a gang? Is there a term for that? No, not really. Because <laughs> it was just like a whole bunch of motorcycles that had to be, you know, the loudest thing on the planet. Yeah. Decided to go down the bypass while the bypass isn't really moving. So they cut, they split lanes for about five minutes in front of me. You just hear like, I mean, I've been to the races. I've been front row at the races and th those cars are not as loud. Yeah. It's like, come on, put a muffler on those things. There is a muffler on them. <laughs> there is a muffler on them. Well, it's not working. Well, I mean, to that be was, and that was one day. That was one day I'm talking about. <laughs> well, to be fair, uh, all the bikes that I've owned. Have been loud. I know. 
I remember when you bought your Harley to my house to show it off, and I can remember just hearing that thing probably about ten minutes before you showed up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And that was the that was that the first one or the one I just sold? I think that was that was probably your first one. Okay, that was the big shiny black one. Yeah, yeah, that was the first one. <laughs> um, yeah, I, 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 I no longer own a motorcycle. Mm-hmm. Um, I sold it last week. And uh, as anybody who follows me on Facebook knows, I took some of the proceeds and I bought myself a, a another top end, high level, high end uh, bass guitar. Mm-hmm. I bought my Holy Grail, my Rickenbacker four thousand three, and uh, the thing is fantastic. Yeah, the Facebook post doesn't do it justice when you see that thing up close. I know, right? Yeah. It, it's absolutely a gorgeous instrument. Plays so fucking nice. Mm. Sounds oh, oh dude, um, it's got one nice little feature on it. Uh, one of the tone pots is a push pull. Yeah, right. Pull is like for a uh, the more vintage sound. Little less bass. Little little he- a little higher on the treble end. When it's in the pull, when it's in the push position, when it's down. Oh my god! <laughs> I peak all the low end on the. Uh, I peak all the low end on the PA system at practice. Nice. Yeah. Okay, you installed updates. Thank you. Um. So did I hear you correctly? Val is now working at the Boulevard. Yes. Good she, for her. Yes, she got a job. She's and you know what? It pisses me off how good she is. Why is that? Because, okay, she's sitting there making three cheesesteaks at one time. She's working the grill mostly. Oh, really? Yeah. She won't cook at home. She won't touch knives. It's like, oh, oh, but now now we know how to cook? You don't pay her. That's not the point. That's exactly the point. No, it's not the Money you know, is a great she, motivator. And she keeps wanting me. To, well, she, you know how most, how most of us when we were younger would say, you know, don't come to where I work. Yeah. And especially me, because I, I tend to embarrass my children. Yeah. Like, on purpose, though. Yeah, me too. Yeah. So, But she's like, she wants me to come around to, to have, like, have her make stuff for us on the grill. Nice. Jesse started a new job on Monday. Oh, where is he at? He's over at the Sunoco. Sunoco. Is that well, the first? Well, what used to be the Sunoco here Wait, in is town. Is that the first, third, or second gas station? The one right across from Country Harvest. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. It used to be a Sunoco. Now the it's pit stop. The, the carbon mini mart. Yeah, it's kitchen. Why? You know what? Now the carbon mini mart is in Lee Heighton. Well, this is carbon mini mart too. <laughs> there's, there's, they can't um, yeah. Um, nice. He was getting, you know, literally, he was literally scheduled one day in the last three weeks oh. up at the 110. Okay. You know, washing dishes up there. He was scheduled one day in three weeks. Hmm. So Kaylee said, uh, you know, that she would hire him. So he's over there now. Started on Monday. Yeah, I truly wish. And I kept saying this. I truly wish they still had the buses down the Dorney. So do I. I mean, there's an experience I'd love for my kid, to, my kids to have. Yeah. Uh, and, and it. to be fair, it's a great summer job. Oh, yeah. It's a great summer job. And yeah. like now, especially you would think with the way things are, they would run the they would. Oh, Maybe now, do yeah. the buses again now because is... Dorney's not open on Mondays. No, because they can't get staffing. Yep. 
Knobles has raised their starting wages a dollar an hour, mm-hmm. you know, because they can't find staffing. And I, I this fucking pisses me off to no end. I read these articles about, you know, Knobles is raising their, you know, raising their starting starting rates a mm-hmm. dollar an hour and da 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 da. So a uh, high school kid's going to be making like nine bucks an hour. Yeah. Okay. And the comments are, oh, nine bucks an hour. Ooh, a whole dollar. Can you spare it? Ooh. Understand something, fuckwits. This is a summer job. Mm-hmm. A part-time summer job for teenage kids. Do you expect 20 bucks an hour? Yeah, we didn't expect that much for what we did. No, we got minimum wage. Yeah, and minimum wage. Minimum wage was like a dollar fifty. I, I don't remember what it, it was. It was it was four and change an hour. Yeah, you know what? The funny thing is, I don't even as long <laughs> strange as long as I have money for smokes. <laughs> yeah, pretty and, much. And and the newest whatever album I was buying. It, yeah, pretty much. You know. Yeah, I, I, yeah. It, that's that's all we needed. I mean. But now, of course, every you know teenager has they need their Switch games, yeah, and their internets, and yeah, they need their God, their, God, their, their interwebs. God, and, God, we sound old. Yeah, they, and, and we're on the web worse than anybody. Yeah, I know. Uh, I mean, my kids don't have to worry about the interwebs, though. I provide the interwebs here. Yeah. So of course, but um, I mean, they all have like Jesse just got a brand new iPhone mm-hmm. when I got my new phone. I took him. I got him a new iPhone. Mm-hmm. But we were able to trade his in and get like $700 in credit toward the new iPhone. So it's strange how expensive th- those things are. I know. It's ridiculous. I still miss my old phone. What, the six? Yeah, I miss it, man. It worked just fine. I, I can't believe all the stuff I lost. So you dropped it in the toilet. I didn't drop it in the toilet. I left it in my pocket when I was doing wash. And I went upstairs. And then I realized... Oh my God! My phone was in my pants pockets. You do, no no no. By you, that you don't do laundry. By that yes I do. By that time I went downstairs. One pocket was submerged. That pocket. <laughs> if I would have had it in my left pocket, I'd still have that no. Phone. Then the left would have been submerged. No, I still would have had the phone. I couldn't believe it. I just said I'm. Oh, you. I was like, you gotta be kidding me. Well, you know? dude, that phone was like phone was like twenty years old. My router finally died. I actually had to pay for a new router, and. My cable modem went on the fritz, too. I had to buy a new cable modem. This is the first time I've actually had to buy all these things. Working in IT afforded me so much great free stuff. I know. And now I have to pay for it all. That, doesn't that suck? <laughs> doesn't that suck? But at least I'm on the phone with the person. It's like, yes, I know exactly what I got to give you. I know what I need to do. It's like, here's the MAC address. Yeah, you, you, is... you don't have to tell me where it is on the thing. I know what to do. Yeah. That, that's always a nice thing, to, to be kind of tech savvy, mm. especially in this day and age. Yeah, I try. Although, the new router was supposed to have a multimedia server. Okay. And I figured, that's great. I can take my my hard drive, my the one that I have, instead of having a computer now, I can put it right into the, the router. Uh-huh. I can't get the goddamn thing to work. <laughs> and it pisses me off because now I still have to have that. That old boxy computer, which all it serves now, it's just where I have the printer plugged into and where I have that uh, multimedia server uh, box plugged into. That's all it does. <laughs> you know, I don't even need it. And that houses, houses all your music and emulators yep, all my and music, shit. all my emulators, all my pictures, everything. Ah. And it, everything gets backed up 
uh, to a second drive, so that way if the first one goes, you know, it's 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 brilliant. It's a one ter- one terabyte thing. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, it's I, I all my new electronics, and the worst thing is, I got a nice sleek black router. Uh huh. the The TV modem is black. The old uh, cable modem was was jet black. The new one I got white. white. Yep. To- ruins the aesthetic. Ruins all the aesthetics. Yes, it does. Um, <laughs> what else is going on? In oh, we started building the haunt. Okay. We started the uh, we started the construction on the haunt. Um, most of the a lot of the exterior is is up. The the insane asylum is up. A lot of the exterior walls are up. We ripped apart the wind tunnel. Did a lot. We got a lot done. Right. Got a lot done. Uh, we'll be there again this weekend building. Yeah, really good. Yeah. Yep. And, I mean, this is the time of the year when Chuck starts to get a little crazier. Because, <laughs> I mean, the guy, and I got to give the dude all the credit in the world. He is, uh, he's, he's a property owner. He owns, you know, obviously him and Linda own mm-hmm. Linda's building. They own the building next to it um, where. Do you mean the one with the tax stuff? Yes. Okay. Chuck and Linda also own that oh, building. Good. And they, you know, so they manage that and the apartments above it. And they own another rental property. And, you know, so he's they have that going on that he has to keep on top of. Now, in addition to being a business owner mm-hmm. and a, the sole proprietor of his of his business of, you know, spa, of the spa repair business. Yeah. And his helper is going on vacation next week. <laughs> so Chuck's going to be running around like a madman because he's got, you know, he's he's got the spa repair thing. He's got the rental properties. He's got, you know, he takes care of all the maintenance at Linda's at Linda's salon. Yeah. And now we're building the freaking haunt. And practicing for the for the Carrazzo Memorial Show. Damn. Yeah. Chuck's going to be a busy beaver for a while. Uh. And so am I, but not not quite to that level. Uh, a few other things. Uh, Monday now, we're starting the, the board game stream on Twitch. Nice. Uh, Video-wise, it went over well. Uh-huh. Audio, I got issues. What kind of issues? I don't know which mic is live. Ah, so I'm gonna. I got. Um, I when we did our first test, the audio was fine. Uh huh. The video was shit. Uh huh. Well, then we got the video right, so I was. I just assumed that the audio was gonna be okay yet. Yes. And afterwards, I I started played it back, and it was like, ah, oh, the audio sounds like shit now. So I have. To, I'm gonna disable all the mics on everything. Okay. And I got uh, some lavalier mics. Uh huh. And we're gonna. I'm gonna try those. Okay. But it's like. It turned out well. Of course, That's good. Yeah, the the kids. I did at the end of the game. I flipped the table, uh-huh. just to do it. Yeah, just to irritate people who might who might actually watch it at one point. So why don't you uh, why don't you give it a plug? Because it's not ready for prime time yet. When neither are we. Well, it's at it's at Dog and Duck Games on Twitch. Okay, we're going to try to Twitch every, uh, stream every Monday. Uh huh. Um, that's pending schedules and, and yeah. other things. Dog and duck? Yeah. Okay. My my handle on Twitch is Salty Dog. Okay. And Val's is Duck of the Valley. Oh, okay. So we combine it with Dog and Duck Games. Okay. We were supposed to have a logo by now, but um, 
Our artist is a procrastinator. Who's your artist? Guess. You? No. Val? Utah. Oh. You, yeah. <laughs> Come on, Galgosi. Get on it. He, he sent me the rough draft, I think, two weeks ago. <laughs> and it's a line art. It's it's line art. Uh-huh. Okay. We wanted... You ever see those for animal hospitals where they have a dog intertwined with a cat? Yeah. Same idea, but with a duck. Okay. He sent me the... Um, uh, the the rough draft of it. Some things had to be changed on it, but it's like ch- ch- change the things. Come on, help. Well, to be fair, <laughs> to be fair, Andy's a busy man. I'm not. He, I'm not shaking my head, but I am internally. He's I, a busy. <laughs> he's he's a very. He, he's doing. He's doing great work. Okay. He's doing great work. But it's line art. But Andy's doing great work and important work. Yeah, but um, because of that now, we're going to be, Val and I are probably going in August to New York City uh, to be on another Twitch streamers. Uh, we're going to collaborate. Oh, nice. Yeah, so, I mean, already weird things are happening with this, and I just started. Like, what kind of weird things? Well, like, I never thought I'd be collaborating with another Twitch streamer. Yeah. You know, but we've been, I've been working with them off and on. Um because they've been helping me like where to get setups and how to do things and like and all of my equipment is like from recycled stuff that has been decommissioned. Oh, a few of it, some of it I had to pay for, like the cameras. Yeah, to get the good cameras. What kind of cameras did you get? Uh, Logitech. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're they're really good ones. Aside from the audio, everything is really coming together well. I have a a huge camera boom above the table, which is I think about four feet above. Yeah. Uh, but so I have to move the kitchen table because my light is three feet above the table. <laughs> yeah. So it's, yeah, it's still a work in progress. I don't have any overlays. It's, it's very, that's why I said it's very, it's, it's very young at this point. So there's no razzle dazzle. Nice. You know, and I, I'm, we're just doing it to really, we're not doing it to get games for free. We're not doing it to make money. You're doing it because you enjoy we're, doing it. We're doing, yeah, we're doing it because I've noticed a lot of the board game streams are games that are brand new or ones that are not even new. They get sent to them to promote them. Oh, okay. And you can't find stuff of just people playing like older stuff. Right. And that's what we want to do. And so we started it off with Ticket to Ride Pennsylvania. Nice. Yep. And um, had a good time playing that. Uh, I won with 198 points. Boom. <laughs> Uh, yeah. yeah, but that's that's uh, that's going to be our Monday thing. And now we got to figure out the hardest part is like setting up everything. So it takes about an hour to set up the whole dining room to work. Right. <laughs> and then you stream for a half an hour. About and, an, yeah, about an hour. Yeah. And then put everything back. Yeah. So it's it's two hours of setup time. Yeah. Uh, setup slash teardown time. I mean, that's that's like, uh, you know, that's like doing a show. Mm-hmm. You know, we get up. um um, we set up, you know, it takes us a couple of hours to get everything set up and, you know, to get the lights and the sound and the drums and yeah. all that shit set up. And like for the AFSP benefit for the Remembering Mark show, I'm playing for an hour. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, there's other bands playing, but I'm playing for an hour. And then I have to run sound for everybody else. Yeah. And then at the end of the night, tear everything down. It's strange how much work goes into fun. I know. <laughs> I know it's it's strange how much work goes into fun and how much work goes into, uh, you know, in this case, a charity event. Yeah. You know, um, but hey, 
it's 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 a it's a cause that's very near and dear to mm-hmm. me and now when is that again august 21st okay at the Sokol hall all right so yeah it'll be uh it'll be fun i hope i hope i can make it because i always all the times that i've i've been there for that it's it's a lot of fun yeah I, I mean, we we have uh, we have some really cool Chinese auction items mm-hmm. already. I I really got to stop calling it Chinese auction. Why? Because it's 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 not it's not politically correct. It's a basket raffle. See, I always get confused about this stuff because if they call it a brown bag auction, a basket raffle, what's the plate club or something like that, or a, tray? a tricky tray, tricky tray, it's like some a meeting has to happen. Right. And I don't care what it's called at this point, but a meeting has to happen. Please give it one name. See, I wouldn't be a, I wouldn't be opposed to not calling it a Chinese auction. Yeah. Anymore because all the ones I've ever been to ain't never been a Chinese feller up for sale. I never understood where that name came from. Me neither. You know, but I, but we we've, we've got some really okay. we've got some really cool items already. Uh we got one item in particular so far that's not going to be in the regular one dollar ticket deal it's a five dollar ticket and you'll understand why when i tell you what it is Mm -hmm. we have an official nfl football autographed by peyton manning damn yeah okay well there's a a graduate of palmer yeah i'm just i i just i've never thought it would be Peyton Manning of all people. Yeah. Um, well, a graduate from Pomerton High School, a kid named Matt Falcone. Damn. Okay. Um, Matt Falcone, he was a quarterback for Pomerton High School, yeah. went to Temple huh. um, and played football at Temple. He now works in, uh, I think it's digital media yeah. for the NFL. So Matt was able to get us an autograph, Peyton, Man- a Peyton Manning autograph football. That's awesome. Yeah, that's really cool. And, uh, you know, we're doing five bucks a ticket on that. Okay. But uh, everything else, you know, it's going to be your standard basket raffle, Chinese mm-hmm. auction, whatever you want to call it type deal. <laughs> if we, if, just come with it. The tricky tray one's always one that got me. I never understood that. Yeah, th- that would be a lot of trays. Yeah, and then there's a si- was the silent one or backwards one or something? Uh, I don't know. People make these too gimmicky. I know. I know. It it it, it It's... Just straight up heel versus baby face. Yeah. Yeah. Have you been watching the WWE lately or no? I, you know what? I, with the new schedule, mm-hmm. having practice on Monday. Well, Monday we couldn't have practice mm-hmm. because Chuck was stuck at work and didn't get home till almost nine o'clock. But I went over because I wanted to play my new base. Yeah. And Earl was there. So Earl and I worked on some stuff and then we sat and we had a, uh, you know, we sat and had a good discussion about haunt business afterwards. And then when Chuck came home, we continued to talk haunt business. Tuesday nights is my trivia night. Mm-hmm. Wednesday, so Wednesday night this week, we had practice. So Mondays is Raw. Tuesdays is NXT. Wednesdays is AEW. Mm-hmm. Uh, just before you walked in the door, I finished watching this week's <laughs> AEW. I haven't watched NXT or Raw yet. And I really should because uh, there's a pay-per-view this weekend. Mm-hmm. The money, money in the, in the bank. bank. Oh, Ryan keeps me up on everything. Yep, money in the bank this week. So, so Monday's Raw was the go home Raw for Money in the Bank. One nice thing I will say: WWE is back on the road, and AEW are both yep. back on the road and in front of full capacity crowds. 
Yep. So every employee of WWE is going to get a free TV. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because they got to do something with all them screens from the Thunderdome. Yeah. Um, I uh, I watched this week's AEW. It is probably the best top to bottom show AEW has done, mm. maybe since the start. A lot of good stuff. Um, they uh, it opened up with John Moxley defending the IWGP US title. Okay. Still kind of messes me up. Uh, Japanese company with the United States title. But anyway, uh, John Moxley defending the IWGP United States title against uh, Machine Gun Carl Anderson from the Good Brothers. Okay. And also, you know, is a founding member of the Bullet Club and runs with Kenny Omega and all those guys. Good match. You know, those two guys beat the snot out of each other as you figured they would. Um, Matt Hardy against Christian Cage was really good. Um they're finally pulling the trigger on hang, on Hangman Page going after Kenny Omega and the world title. So they set up next week a five-on-five elimination tag match between yeah. Kenny Omega, the Young Bucks, and the Good Brothers against um, Hangman Page and four guys from the Dark Order. Because okay. now they got Hangman running with the Dark Order. All right. That's going to be good. That's going to be real good. And like uh, the... One of the few Kenny Omega promos I've ever liked. Um, they said about the they, you know, they set up the five on five, and Hangman's like, "Okay, we win. I get my world title shot." But also, these guys get a shot at the world tag team titles because the Young Bucks mm-hmm. have the tag belts. And so then Omega throws back, "Okay, there's nothing in it for us. If you lose, they never get a world title tag title shot." And you never get another. You never get a world title shot. Mm. And thinking Hangman's going to back down, and or you're on. So <laughs> that's going to be next week. And the main event um, of this week's Dynamite was Darby Allen against All Ego Ethan Page in a coffin match, not a casket match. <laughs> Is that copyrighted? Yeah, I'm sure Vince owns it. Uh, in a coffin match. Okay. And I've seen Darby Allen and Ethan Page go when they wrestled each other in Evolve. And they did shit to each other that made Gabe Sapolsky, who grew, who, whose formative years in the wrestling business were at learning at the feet of Paul Heyman. Mm. They did shit to each other that made Gabe go, no more. <laughs> like uh, Darby Allen getting thrown in a, in a body bag that was full of thumbtacks and then powerbombed. Jesus. Blind out of the ring. Yeah. Yeah. That's the kind of shit they did. Well, they had the coffin match and Darby wins. You know, he stuffs Ethan in the, uh, he stuffs Ethan in the coffin, closes the, ma- closes the coffin, wins the match. Now, the final spot was like Darby Allen's gimmick is he's kind of a skate, he's a skateboarder. Right? Okay. Uh, he's got half of his face painted in a death's head. All tatted up. He took his name from a combination of Darby Crash from the Germs and Gigi Allen. Oh, okay. But he's straight edge. Unlike Gigi. Well, it works. I mean... I'm a big fan of Darby Allen. Maybe he took it from Terrence Trent Darby at Allentown. No. (laughs) No. (laughs) No. But anyway... uh, Anyway, the the, 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 the final spot in the match... Um... 
Darby grabs his skateboard from under the ring, climbs up to the top rope, and basically does an acid drop, oh, you know, like a drop in, like <laughs> yes. drops in on Ethan Page's back, oh. trucks down. Oh, that had to hurt. Oh, even if you're screwing around, that's gonna hurt. Yeah, and then you know he stuffs him in, and then to add insult to injury, he drags the freaking coffin with e- with Ethan Page still in it. Mm-hmm. Drags it out and angles it in such a manner that he climbs to the top rope and hits his finish. The coffin drop through the casket or coffin trademark WWE. Um, (laughs) Don't send Jerry McDevitt after me. Um, (laughs) Sends the, you know, and goes crashing through the coffin onto Ethan Page. Fantastic match. The crowd went, the crowd ate it up. Um, It was really nice to see a full full-throated pro wrestling crowd again mm-hmm. because f- it, during this whole pandemic i i obviously never stopped watching wrestling but yeah. one thing i was missing was the crowd interaction oh yeah i i ryan kind of got me back into it like right before everything kind of went to hell yeah and i i feel i feel like wwe has really suffered because of like they had to make cuts and some of the I just I really don't care for a lot of the the wrestlers to begin with at this point. But luckily, we watch. We, I I still even the stuff like 2013, 2014. Yeah, he loves watching those Money in the Bank matches and all that. And of course, I don't even I wasn't really watching it back then. Uh-huh. And we're watching some of these matches, and I'm like, oh well, I'm thinking who got a push at that time. Who was getting the push? Well, since we since it's money in the bank time, I did go back on onto Peacock and look at uh, some old money in the bank stuff. Not money in the bank matches per se, but money in the bank shows. Yeah. And I went back in particular and watched probably the greatest match that ever occurred on a money in the bank pay-per-view card. Okay. The night CM Punk walked out with the WWE title. Okay, I don't think we saw that one. Okay, I think it was Money in the Bank 2011. Okay. I want to say somewhere around there. Um, like the whole the whole buildup was that Punk's contract was expiring at midnight the night of the pay-per-view. And he was wrestling Cena for the belt. Okay. And if Cena loses and CM Punk walks out with my title, you're fired. You know? <laughs> kind of thing and of course punk wins mm-hmm. and they played it up really well because punk disappeared for about six weeks he wasn't seen on wwe tv at all for six weeks mm. in reality he had re-signed he had signed a deal that day yeah he had re-signed the deal that day they came to an agreement um but they they did that so well i mean they had the the punk's uh, infamous pipe bomb promo leading up to that yep and just a great match. And John Cena gets a lot of shit from a lot of wrestling fans. Mm. Cena is very good at what he does. Mm. He is. He wasn't a terrible wrestler. No. I, I think I think he gets the shit now just like Roman Reigns gets it now. You just want to see him lose. Yeah. But, I mean. And it, it's strange. It's like face to heel at this point. Right. But I mean, they, they could have they 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 couldn't have tried to turn Cena heel. No, at his height, 
That would have been like turning Hogan heel at the height of Hulkamania. Yeah. It, you can't do it. Now, Roman, on the other hand, the crowd was itching for him to be turned. <laughs> yeah. Because they just wanted another reason to hate the guy. Yep. And I don't understand why the, there's so much hate for Roman Reigns. The guy's a fantastic fucking worker. The, the guy's very, very good in the ring. I think his charisma is shit. He's got charisma. It's just like the, it's, like right now with the tribal chief gimmick and having Heyman as his mouthpiece. Yeah. He's got to have that dark brooding type thing I, going. I just, I, yeah, I, I just, I think, and here's the weird part. Here's, and here's the, and this is coming from a fan, you know, especially of Heyman, you know, it's like, I didn't mind Heyman when he was with C, uh, Punk or when it was with Lesnar. But him with Reigns, I just, I don't like that combination. I, I, I do like it for the simple fact that it kind of paints Paulie as a as even more so a conniving prick who's just in it for the money. This guy's a meal ticket. Yeah. A yeah. modern day Freddie Blast. I know. Yeah, but I don't know. It's just, and I, I, I just something about that pairing, and I love Heyman. Heyman is freaking awesome. The day he did that promo against McMahon. Oh my God! You know, with, and, and with, I and I heard the behind the scenes that when Heyman said, you know, when they're back in the gorilla position, he's like, "Do, do you want to know anything? I'm going to say, nope, just make me money. Yep, just draw me money, pal." Yeah, and that was, and he went out and he laid into him, and it was glorious. And it's like Heyman. Like, got so much off his chest. Yeah. And you know what? I think Vince McMahon loves that if he's getting made money. Oh, yeah. You know. Well, it, it was the same thing with, with CM Punk and the pipe bomb. Yeah. It's like, you, you think that, oh, my God, Vince McMahon's going to fire him. Oh, is it? No, no, no. McMahon, all he cares about is- Draw me money. Is money. Yep. Draw me money. Yeah. If anything, if Stone Cold taught us anything, that's what McMahon yep. cares about. Yep. Put an ass every 18 inches and I don't care. Yep, and uh, unless you're Macho Man Savage and bang his daughter, yeah, don't be doing that. And that's <laughs> that can neither be that's neither confirmed nor denied. And the only two people who know for sure, one ain't talking, and the other one's dead. Yeah, it's uh, when we're watching some of these. <laughs> we're watch. We just watched the one. Um, it was a Royal Rumble where Santino Morella um, was the one second one. Okay. And of course, I wasn't ready. And we're watching that one. And you know, I gotta say, not too many years ago, there was a wonderful roster. Yeah, an absolutely stellar roster. And even the ones that were like comedy wrestlers. I mean, Damian Sandow was in it. I absolutely love Damian Sandow. Sandow, when Sandow was doing like the Mizdow gimmick, yeah, or just like you know doing the the. The, the parodies of the other wrestlers. Yeah. It was great. Yeah, and I, I, I fell back in love with him in NWA. Yep, Aaron Stevens. Well, yeah, with the question mark and all the stuff they were doing with that. Oh, my God. He is so talented. Yeah. Oh, shit. Uh, speaking of NWA, you made me remember something else that happened on this week's Impact. Mm. Um, you remember Ricky Starks. Yes. Didn't like him. Oh, I love Ricky Starks. <laughs> 
I love Ricky Starks. He's uh, he's with AEW. He's yeah. a member of Team Taz. Mm-hmm. Well, they had it was a, a match between members of Team Taz for the FTW title. Okay, because Taz brought the FTW title with him, brother. Well, I mean, he said that he said <laughs> I know, but that was a bad Taz, brother. <laughs> um, he said to Tony Khan, "I still have this belt. Do you want to use it?" And so they're using the FTW belt, and uh, he crowned Brian Cage. The for the FTW champion, well, it was supposed to be just like a, a a friendly match between the two. Well, of course, all of Team Taz turns on Brian Cage, and Ricky Starks is now the FTW champion. All right, which I love because Ricky Starks is fucking awesome. Uh, I just i I didn't like him in NWA. It, his his gimmick, like the pretty boy gimmick in NWA, was now, a bit much. Now, what's his name now? Um, L.A. Knight. Oh, Eli Drake. Oh, I wish you would have kept the name. I wish they would have kept him Eli Drake, But too. when I, ju- I just saw him beat the shit out of my, of, of uh, DiBiase. It yeah. It probably just didn't happen, but... No, it was I, a, that was a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, so I, I'm not up like up to speed, but it's like when I see certain wrestlers, I have to watch their stuff. Well, he's the, And I loved Eli Drake. He's the million-dollar champion. Yes. Um, and I, they just had... A, he just beat the shit out of Cameron Grimes yeah. again. And I'm, and I'm watching that whole promo with, with, uh, with Ryan... And, and I'm just like, oh, I know what's going to happen here. I know exactly what's going to happen here. I can see it. I can see it. It's yep. Like- <laughs> yep. The only thing I wish he would bring back from the Eli Drake is the dummy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love, I absolutely, I mean, there were a lot of, the, the, some of the guys in the, in the NWA, I absolutely loved a lot of them. Yeah. And I'm glad that I'm still able to see some of them. Yeah. Um, well, another one that is with AEW now is Thunder Rosa. Yep. She's she's fucking awesome. Yeah, she hit. She was like the women's division of NWA. That yeah. was hands down. She was the women's division. She is. She's fantastic. I would love to see her in the ring with girls like Charlotte and yes, um, and uh, Bianca Belair, Bailey, mm-hmm. Sasha Banks. You know all the top shelf girls. Yeah. in WWE, Rhea Ripley. Those oh, would be great. Rhea matches. Ripley. Versus Thunder Rosa. That would be a barn burner. Yes, it would. I'm just waiting for... I'm waiting for AEW to pull the trigger on Britt Baker versus Thunder Rosa. Mm-hmm. That's going to be good. Dr. Britt Baker is... She's a she's like another one of the best female workers that AEW has. It's between her, Thunder Rosa, Serena Deeb... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they've got some really talented girls. Oh yeah, I should watch AEW more. It, it just, just, the the thing with AEW for me is it's very hit or miss. Um, I think they all are. Well, AEW even more so because they've got some guys that do not belong on national television. Mm. Uh, you've got guys like I'll and I'll you know a few that I, that immediately popped to mind. Joey Janela. I don't know some of these guys. Uh, well, uh, your friend and mine, Jim Cornette, <laughs> uh, affectionately refers to him as Jelly Nutella. <laughs> fishy, white, flabby. Um, his oh, I tr- thought that was another character. It's Fishy White. <laughs> no, uh, his trunks don't fit him properly. Uh, he just looks like shit. Oh. Um, and then, like, a lot of people, a lot of especially wrestling fans of our age, of our age group, Tend to shit on a guy named uh, Orange Cassidy. I like, I love the gimmick. 
I don't. I'm, come on, come I'm, on. I'm, I you know why. I know why, because he wears the Canadian tuxedo, too. Yeah. See, now, I'm not a huge fan of the gimmick, but the dude is fucking talented. Oh, for, for them top row spots he does with his hands in his yeah. pockets? The, uh, the, First the, off, that's nuts. It, it is. <laughs> the ki- But the dude is a, a great fucking athlete. Yeah. You know, he's he's awesome. Um, I absolutely fucking despise the Young Bucks. Hate them with a white hot passion, um, mm-hmm. but growing up a fan of mid eighties Jim Crockett promotions, where you had the greatest tag teams in the history of the wrestling business: the Rock and Roll Express, the Midnight Express, the Road Warriors, the Russians, Arn and Tully, um, you know guys like that, Magnum TA mm-hmm. and Dusty Rhodes, Manny Fernandez and Rick Rude, you know teams like that. Yeah. To see dudes, you know, that are 5'7 and 160 pounds, sell, no selling like they're the fucking road warriors, nah. you know, just it irks me to no end. Mm. Irks me to no I end. I never like the, I never, I don't like the no sell no matter who it is. Yeah. I no, mean, at least a little bit. No I can s- understand if, you can, if you're Bastion Booger taking a drop kick. Yeah, no sell the shit out of that. Yeah, but there's a difference between being 5'7 and yeah. 170 pounds and being you know a guy like Mike Shaw, Bastion yeah. Booger, who's legitimately 5'8 but 340. Yeah. You know? Yeah, the, the no selling always... That was always a pet peeve of mine. Mine too. Especially and especially if you got to one guy out there that wants the other guy make the guy look like shit. Yeah. You know? I'll take Shawn Michaels overselling... Like to Hulk Hogan, yeah, over no selling, yeah. I well, but uh, let's be honest, <laughs> that was over the top. Yep. But I can understand Sean's reasoning for it because originally it was supposed to be a three match program, mm-hmm. and Sean goes to Hulk and says, uh, "How about you know here we do this three match program? You win the first one, I win the second one, you win the third one." Yeah. And Hogan says to him, "How about I win the first one, I win the second one, and I win the third one." Mm-hmm. So Sean just says, "Fuck you." We'll do the one. We're we're only going to have one match, mm-hmm. and he put Hogan over. <laughs> Hogan went over, and Sean bounced like a goddamn Super Bowl. The the look on Hogan's face. Oh yeah, you can see he, Hogan was hot. What he figured out what was going on. Yep. Just like, and there's nothing he can do about it. Nope. <laughs> he was more pissed off at that than he was at Jeff Jarrett laying down for the WCW title. Yeah. It was, but it, and I'll tell you, some Hogan is, is sometimes a person that just, I don't feel anyone is above. I'm always surprised when you get somebody coming back. Yeah. And, and it'll go out that you think they should win, but they'll put someone over. Right. You know, and it's always nicely surprising to see that. Yeah. I mean, I, I was really kind of shocked uh, I forget what WrestleMania it was, but Hogan against The Rock. Mm-hmm. That Hogan put Rocky over clean. Yeah. You know, that really surprised the shit out of me. That was a strange match. Yeah. I mean, people booing the and turn, cheering. The turn in the middle of the match. Yeah. It was like, that doesn't happen much. I've seen it happen before. Right. Andy and I actually went to an indie show where Lawler was wrestling Al Snow. Okay. Al Snow was supposed to be the heel. Right. And, um, oh, Andy and me had such a great time at this show. Al Snow 
was doing everybody else's signature moves. Okay. <laughs> and claiming it as his own, that he taught that person that he was doing it. Right. And it, that, I mean, he was supposed to be the heel. Well, we are we are cheering. Andy and I are standing up and we're cheering every time. By the end, by the end of the near end of this match, we had everybody cheering Al Snow. Nice. Which you know what? I'm sure from a wrestler standpoint, I probably upset them both on that one. We probably upset them both because we that's not how it's supposed to be. Right. Well, then Jerry Lawler, it wins the. He's going to win the match. Hits the his final move, which is the stunner. When Jerry Lawler hits the stunner, everybody Andy and I stood up and yelled, Thief! Thief! <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure that that just pissed those two off because it's a small venue. It's Panther Valley High School. Okay. It's a small venue. Everybody can hear what's going on. That's gimmick infringement! Oh, we were going nuts. And we had people booing Lawler for doing that. <laughs> And which and it's like Andy and I would would always love rooting for the heels. When oh I, yeah, I, and you know what? I know we shouldn't, but <laughs> they're more entertaining. Some when you get an entertaining heel, yeah, you can't help but root for them. Well, that the show the show that we went to at Palmerton, <laughs> yes, at the Palmerton High School, we actually had a referee tell us, "Don't do that! Don't do that!" <laughs> it's, you know, and the best part is, I mean, that, that Sam Adams fella, yeah. I I have never seen him since. Never saw him before, but just the fun having, you know, when he's handing out those plastic roses, and I'm telling, him, don't take those roses. He got them from the cemetery next door, <laughs> and then we got everybody yelling, "Save the beer!" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we didn't want Sam Adams to get take, taken out. No, we didn't. <laughs> and, and it was, I mean, he had the Sam Adams Brewery logo on his tights. It was awesome. Yes, and, and you know what? And what he looked like. I want to say Italian. I think he was. He looked like, um, oh, what was his name? Rick Martell. He was very reminiscent of early Rick Martell. Yeah, he kind of was, now that you think about yeah, it. Yeah, he, he didn't it. look like, he wasn't from Boston. He didn't have a Boston accent. No. None of it worked with the name, but God damn it, that was fun. Yeah, it was. <laughs> and then we got the, we got, as a added bonus, we got the fuck with Snitsky that night. Yep. And we got to just yell at Dreamer. Yeah. <laughs> We're trying to get him to hit the refs. Yeah, trying to get Dreamer to hit the refs. <laughs> I I know he wasn't going to, but it's just like that that twinkle in his eye. That's like, oh, I could get away with this, couldn't I? Yeah, <laughs> it was it was nice to see Dreamer put uh, put. Uh, it was hom- a local guy. Yeah, homi- I wasn't. No, it wasn't homicide. No, it was a local guy. Right. Which I didn't. I thought honestly, it was one of those things where I was like, oh god, it's going to be Dreamer or Snitsky. When Snitsky went out of the ring after two seconds. I'm like, oh, no, 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 well, you're not pulling this, are you? Well, yeah, well, he was blowed up. Yeah, but it's like, oh, you're not you're not going to give it to Snitsky, are you? I know he has the biggest merch table, but yeah. no, you know. And then but he, Dreamer's had a long history of, like, putting people over. Oh, yeah, Dreamer never wanted to win. Yeah. But, but yeah, Snitsky, the thing about that show, another thing about that show, Snitsky has the biggest merch table. Okay, I get it. You drove here from your house. You live in fucking Orwigsburg, okay? <laughs> I, I, I get it. I get it, Snitsky. But you've got a copy. You've got a replica of the big gold belt on your table. Yeah. You never won a championship in WWE or WCW. 
He wasn't in WCW. Was he? No, he was never in WCW. No, he wasn't. Yeah, he was supposed to, I guess. Strictly a WWE guy. Yeah. On the national stage, anyway. Mm -hmm. But yeah, he never got within sniffing distance of any titles. Mm -hmm. I don't think he was even like a hardcore champion. That was weird because that was a... Was he in there around the time of the 24-7 crash, Holly? Yeah, every, I think every, he was. Every, everybody got a championship? Dreamer was like a 57-time champion. I mean, I'm going to have to look that up now. Yeah. I'm going to have to look that up if he is here, if he ever won it. Because I, if you can't win the championship in that era, I mean, shit, referees were winning at that point. Yeah, I think Jimmy Carderas was like a three-time <laughs> yes. a three-time uh, hardcore champion. Patterson and Briscoe. <laughs> the body shop. <laughs> Speaking of strange wrestling things. Uh, my Facebook feed now, since I've like pretty much ditched like almost everybody, I'm like down like 40 people now, I think. Yeah. It now gives me the strangest friend requests. You like, like it's, it, if I scroll down my page three times, I'll hit people you might know. They're like begging me to just say, you you need to add people. That's what Bruce Pritchard (laughs) said. We should. I should add Bruce Pritchard, the Artful Dodger. And you know, it only ever came up once. And I should have screenshot it. I wanted to send it to you. Just say, look who Facebook wants me to be friends with. You know what? <laughs> <clears throat> All the wrestling personalities that I do have on Facebook. Yeah. Um. You know, and a, quite a few WWE guys. Mm-hmm. And before they were WWE guys, when, yeah. you know, they were indie, in the indies and shit, and people that I personally know. Yeah. I've never gotten a suggestion for Bruce Pritchard. I think it might be because of you. Either you or Header, I got it. Right. Because you're the only two people. You talk wrestling. Header is in the business. But right. he's like the only one left of everybody. Like, he's the only one that still talks to me. Yeah. Which is which still kind of nice. Yeah. But it's like, I guess, like, Bruce Pritchard of all? And I get some of the strangest ones. Like, it's like Facebook is really reaching for a connection. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's possible. But it's it's just nice. I got I got rid of, like, all of my old, like, anybody I knew from high school, gone. Yeah. You know, anybody I knew from, like, my former job, gone. It's just, I got so sick of everything. I, I used to love using Facebook for humor. You know that. Mm-hmm. And I would I would love putting things out there and just having people, you're having a bad day, read my shit, comment on it, make, look, yes, I'm being an asshole. But let's have a giggle. My, my million dollar ideas. Yeah. You know, the, you know, why can't like adults have like a moving food truck, like an ice cream truck that serves like tacos? <laughs> they do have no, but moving. Oh, like, okay. Like, you okay. Si- like you're sitting there in your living room oh, this and is... you hear the jingle and it's like, oh, the taco truck's here, the taco truck's here. And you run out to the curb and it's like, tacos, tacos, tacos. That's <laughs> kind of lo- along, <laughs> along your, your fucking idea for pizza in a cup. Pizza in a cup. I still think that's a great idea. No, it's not. You know what? I'm going to bring that back. Next time I go to the store, I'm going to pick up one of those Chef Boyardee's pizza kits and I'm thinking... If I make it right, I can make pizza in a cup work. No, you can't. No, no, pizza in a cup does not work. It, it, it it's an impossibility. You see how bored I was the other. Uh, I sent you the picture. I don't put these things public anymore. Now I just now I just go to you. I got a two hundred pack of Fruit Adventure Tic Tacs. Yes, <laughs> I separated all four colors to see which one. They're not evenly distributed. 
the green ones. There's not enough green ones. Yeah, yeah. He he legit sends me texts me a picture of Tic Tacs separated by color into into cups. I think the distribution algorithm is wrong. I've been wanting to do that for so long because I always felt I think I'm getting more of certain colors than others. You might be. And that's not fair to Flair. <laughs> you got to be fair to Flair. <laughs> oh. Oh, man. Uh, I still can't get over the fact that Facebook wants you to be friends with Bruce Pritchard. And I was really, my, my mouse was hovering over it. I was hovering over it. I said, like, what if? What if? You know, could I? Bruce could show up at my front door. <laughs> hand me $100. And say, will you be my friend on Facebook? No, blubber love. Fuck off. Now, I don't know. For $100, I mean, $100 can buy a lot. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, but I'm not sure where they... I, I, mean, I can't... It could be worse. It could have been Vince Russo. I don't know. I mean, I, I from all the things I've seen, maybe he got a bum rap. If you listen to Vince Russo, it wasn't all his fault. If you listen to Vince Russo. <laughs> if you listen to anybody else, including Pritchard. <laughs> <laughs> I used to listen I used to listen to Bruce's podcast before he was back in the employ of of WWE mm-hmm. when he didn't have to kiss Vince's ass again. Yeah. Um Pritchard's podcast used to be entertaining other than Conrad Thompson's incessant shilling for his mortgage company and dick pills. <laughs> but that's a common thread across all of Conrad's podcasts. I can understand it in guys the age of Jim Ross and Tony Schiavone. Maybe they need the dick pills. Wait, Conrad. Is that the guy that does grilling with JR? Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, he he has a whole fucking network of I've wrestling I've often pod- wondering why his channel named, is named that. Yeah. I mean, it's grilling with JR, but it's like save with Conrad. Yeah. It's like, save, what, what are we saving? He's a mortgage broker. Jesus Christ. And here was, here's his, on, here was his, his like real entree into the business. He's a mark, okay? Yeah. He's a mark. But he's got the ultimate fucking mark prize. He's married to Ric Flair's oldest daughter. Oh. He's married to Megan Flair. Oh. Damn. Yeah. Not a wrestler, I take it. No, she hates the business. Oh. Hates it. She, like, Rick has four children. Yeah. He's got Megan, David, Ashley, and Reed. Mm-hmm. Reed, of course, sadly passed away. Reed was uh, was in the business. Yeah. Um, he sadly died of a, of a drug overdose, very young. And that's the reason that Ashley, who we know as Charlotte, mm-hmm. got in the business. Okay. She is carrying on her brother's dream. David was in the business for a time. Mm-hmm. But he was in WCW. Right. Uh, But David, you know, he never really had it. Mm. You know, he never really had it. And he lost his fire for the business. Megan, on the other hand, absolutely wants nothing to do with the wrestling business, Mm. which is kind of fucked up because she's married to a giant Mark in more ways than one because he's a big fat prick, too. Mm. Um, But she's married to a giant Mark who hosts wrestling podcasts, like five of them. Okay, he's got like five podcasts he does. He does one with Arn Anderson, Tony Schiavone, Eric Bischoff, Jim Ross, and Bruce Pritchard. Yeah. Okay. 
and their house is littered with wrestling memorabilia. Hmm. Like pairs of Flair's boots, Flair's robes, the original WCW championship that Hogan spray-painted NWO on. Damn. Yeah. This is the kind of shit Bruce has. Or not Bruce, that yeah. uh, Conrad has, you know. But yeah, I mean, and I'll, I'll give Conrad Thompson a lot of credit. He does do his homework. Yeah, I do. I do enjoy grilling with Jr. I mean, that's that's a that's a fun thing to listen to. Yeah, Jr.'s got great stories. Oh my God, so many great stories. I'd love, to, I'd love to sit down and just and he shoots straight too. He doesn't. Oh yeah, he, he doesn't sugarcoat nothing. No, he doesn't care. Like there, <laughs> there comes a certain age of wrestlers where you know they they they'll sit there and they'll uh, they'll dish the dirt that people want to hear. Right. You know, not the new guys. Jim but, Ross is that. He's, yeah. He is that guy. And you can hear, um, you can hear on AEW when when JR's had about enough. You can hear him ver- <laughs> verbally rolling his eyes. Yep. And like on the podcast, you could tell when you're going to get red ass JR. <laughs> when, you know, he's going to, when he's going to turn the screws, and, you know, just put the screws to somebody for the bullshit that they do. And he's not afraid to do it no. to AEW, who he works for, you know. And he's put the screws to Vince, who he still has, they still maintain a friendship, mm-hmm. you know, and well, as as good a friendship as those two could ever have. Yeah. Considering that Vince has fired the fucking the fucking guy three times. Yeah. Um, but you know, I mean, that's the thing I love about Jim Ross is he does shoot straight. And of all of Conrad's podcasts, his and Pro- and Tony Schiavone's and Arn Anderson's are all really good. Mm-hmm. Bischoff is not bad, but Bischoff believes his own bullshit. Yeah. Um, if you ever listen to 83 Weeks, Bischoff believes his own oh. bullshit. And Bruce Pritchard is just full of shit. That's that's the funny part of it. When you bring up guys like Bischoff, Pritchard... Um, oh, shit. Now I'm blanking on the other name that was a big name back then. Russo? Russo, yes. Russo and Laurinaitis and stuff like that. When you listen to their side of the story, I, I end up... I mean, I could be swayed easier by those guys... I'll listen at the end of a Russo interview. He said, yeah, he wasn't wrong, was he? he? He's he's very charismatic, <laughs> you know. And then he go, oh, listen, I'll listen to a, a Pritchard interview. Yeah, yeah, I get it now. He's not wrong. Wait, I wasn't thinking that an hour ago though. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> right, right. Uh, I mean, I still, I, I still listen to, I, I listen to Cornette all the mm-hmm. time. I listen to, uh, I mean, having Randy in the car with me for as long as I did, I'm really, I'm like two months behind on Cornette yeah. episodes. Um, that's, that's probably thanks to kiss <laughs> with that. That's part of it. But R- Randy, Randy's not a wrestling fan and he doesn't like Jim Cornette. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm like really behind on, on my Jim Cornette podcasts. The thing I like about Cornette is I agree with a lot of his, his takes on modern wrestling. Yeah. And he legitimately does not fucking care. Yeah, the the thing that I the only thing that rubs me the wrong way about Cornette is is the fact that he's he pretty much is down on everybody. Yeah. I mean he seems to hate everybody and everything. 
And if you just disagree with him one time, slightly, he... Now, it's up to him. I mean, it's a Twitter thing. I could give a shit. But the amount of people that he blocks for just lightly disagreeing with him, it's like he's not looking for a discussion or any... You know, he should just turn off comments because what's the point... You know, if everybody's just going to pat you on the no, back. No, and- you can no, you can disagree with him. You can disagree with him because I have. Mm. You just need to do it. Uh, you need to do it. Um, yeah, you see, almost respectfully. Yeah, it's it's like it's now, it, hey, uh, Jim. I I you know like Jim. I see your point, but you know, or you know, Jim. I I got to disagree, and mm. this is why. And if you articulate your point well. And you don't come across as an asshole. He's not going to block you. Well, um, I, know, I just I've I think sometimes he's not. I mean, he's looking for an argument. But if he gets that argument, a lot of times he is. Yeah. But if he and if he gets that argument, he shuts it down. Yeah. And that's why I mean, and and I don't I know it's all mostly Twitter. And that's part of the reason I, oh, I got off of that platform, because everybody on there wants an argument. And the minute they get it. They they just completely well, you know, I, blow I, it up. I I did get blocked by uh, I did get blocked by a few uh, wrestling personalities. Yeah, I got blocked by uh, I got blocked by Ryback. Okay, because uh, he had put up a poll a few months ago asking where he should go um, for his next career move, <laughs> and the guy puts on his own Shit. Twitter poll. Yeah, like the choices were AEW, Impact, NXT retire mm-hmm. overwhelmingly like 70 percent voted retire yeah and i'm like I, I i said i voted retire obviously and then i i shot at i you know i tw- i tweeted back at him i said pretty pathetic when a poll on your own twitter is asking you to retire listen fat back no one wants you around <laughs> I got blocked. Uh, I was just recently blocked by actually by AEW on the AEW on TNT account. The hell did you do to them? Well, they posted a thing. Um, red. Uh, would you choose the red pill in which Kenny Omega never loses the AEW world title? Right. Or would you choose the blue pill in which the Young Bucks never lose the AEW world tag team titles? Um, my response was just shoot me now. Both options suck blocked that's yeah that's that's why i just that that whole platform is like it's tainted it is it is tainted so bad and i i got so sick of just going on there and somebody posts something even if they post something nice it turns into a shit show of an argument you know yeah and at least you can control some of that on some of the other forums i belong to which is not not many right you know i don't i I seriously don't post a lot of stuff online. Like my Instagram is where I post pictures of my board games and that is it. And then I come to find out this was funny. I'm on a board game group on Facebook, right? Uh Uh-huh. So somebody uh, said, hey, you know, what board gamers do you follow on Instagram? That was a legitimate question, you know, and somebody, one person. So it wasn't like a mass thing pretty much went off about how anybody that posts their board games on Instagram, they're pathetic. 
you know, and you have nothing better to do and all this. It's like you're in a board game group, dude. Let's not act like you're above us. Right. And and, and hang on. Hang on. I, I'm going to take your side here. Believe it or not, I'm going <laughs> to take your side, even with board games. Okay. Why should you not post on a platform such as Instagram your interests? Mm-hmm. Even, if, even if it's not in a board game group. Because I don't follow the board game groups, but yeah. I do follow you. Yeah. And I see a post come up from Salty Dog PA. Oh, wow, cool. I like it. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's what you do. It's what gives you enjoyment. Yeah. That would be akin to somebody posting something to me, like clapping back to me on Instagram when I show a picture of my basses or my yeah. guitars or my wrestling belts or something like that, something that brings me enjoyment. Yeah, and and that's why I chose Instagram because the only way people are really going to see my thing is if I, you know, the hashtag it to whatever it is, which I do. Right. Or they follow me. And right. that is it. And if you're following me, that's what you're going to see. Yeah. And, you know... I, yeah, but I couldn't believe like that that person was like that down. It's like so it doesn't bother me to the point where it's like I'm going to stop. But it's like, man, how shallow are you, man? That I I know, that's fucking sad. That it's like, you know, it, you, you can't even let people have that enjoyment. Right. And that's a big problem with not only social media but society as a whole. Oh yeah. You know, everybody wants to shit on everybody else for their interests. Yeah. You know, I I, I I do what I do. I'm not hurting anybody. Mm-hmm. It brings me joy. It brings me pleasure. Yeah. And that's, that's a, you know, everybody does what they, as long as you're not hurting anybody. Right. You know, and if you want to share that, share it. There's things I don't agree with out there. I don't understand why people get dressed up in furry costumes and, and have to go out. But you know what? If you like doing it, do it. Right. I don't need to understand it. I don't either. I don't, you know, I whatever yeah as long as as long as it brings you enjoyment and you're not hurting anybody yeah go for it man yeah and and i think on any on any side people we live in a complaining culture now yes we do everybody you know just wants to and you know the minor the and i i mean truly minor the minor inconveniences of society are fodder for things going viral and shit. I go through yep. McDonald's and every once in a while they'll forget, you know, the barbecue sauce. And I get irritated, but I don't boot up my phone, start live streaming, walk into the McDonald's and ask to speak to the manager and complain loudly why I didn't get my barbecue sauce. You don't get the haircut for it. Hey. You don't have the Karen haircut. Oh, you you need a haircut for it because the camera's always facing the other way. That's true. I mean, some of these videos, my God, what are you bitching about? Well, the ones that get me like that is, and I've seen a few of them, people actually call 911 because, like, I saw one, a lady called 911 because the Wendy's was out of nuggets. Almost spit out my drink. (laughs) I'm serious. I've seen... Oh, I don't doubt it because I've seen some of the ones that... I mean, I, with with my job, I I stop at I I stop at fast food restaurants a lot because it's what's there, right? And mm-hmm. I'm on the road. If I go like today, I ate at Wendy's. Mm-hmm. If I would have gone up 
got my $5 biggie bag and they would have said, oh, sorry, sir, we don't have spicy nuggets. I wouldn't have thrown a hissy fit. All right, I'll take the regular ones. Yeah. Whatever. I, it's not that big a deal. I saw one recently that gave me flashbacks to Dorney. Now, we, you remember telling the story about the nuggets and the lady? No. A no? Okay, we're going to have to rewind a little bit. All right. I work mostly in, in uh, merchandising, right? One day... They needed people help with food stands. Okay. So they asked, like, all the stores, since we had register experience, would anybody like to go help with food stands? So I was like, you know what? I could use a change for today. Yeah, I'll go. Up by, I guess, the balloon and karaoke in that area. Yeah. They had a nuggets and french fry stand. Yes. That's all they sold. Right. Okay. And they they would just make nuggets by the bucket full, because I don't think there was even a count in there. It was a bucket full. A bucket full of nuggets and a bucket full of fries. And they put them under the hot lamp next to me. Someone come up and order. I hand them the stuff under the hot lamp and it would just keep refreshing. Right. Right. This woman comes up to the window. And my God, if there would have been cameras back then. Right. She orders a bucket of nuggets. It's a lot of nuggets. It's like a a large soda worth of nuggets. Yeah. Right. So I take them. Take her money. Here you go. Thank you. Enjoy the rest of your stay. Don't depart while we're in the kingdom. (laughs) Right. She, before leaving the window, takes a bite out of one. These are cold. I said, they, they've been sitting under the hot lamp. They just they just came out. They're not cold. Now, of course, I'm arguing. and I, I Rule number one, I shouldn't have argued. Right. But the manager wasn't around. It was me on the register and the guy cooking the fries and the nuggets. Right? So I said, these aren't cold. They just, they just came out. I, you know, I just pulled them. They're cold. Feel them. I said, I'm, I'm not feeling the nuggets. Right? And I'm like, I have my hand up. I'm not like, I'm not going to stop. I'm not going to do it. I'm not feeling your nuggets. That's not happening. She grabs my hand and puts it on top of the nuggets. Them bastards were hot. (laughs) I pulled my hand away. I said, ow, okay, no, those are hot. Okay, now we've proven that. Well, well, I want another one. You touched them. You just put my hand on them. Yeah, so at that, the moment the manager comes over, says, what's going on? I kind of explained, all thinking that, hey, I'm in the right here, right? He says, I'm sorry, ma'am, gives her another bucket of nuggets. She takes them both, right? He pulls me aside and says, don't argue with the customer. Just give them what they want. Would you give them what? what, what? <laughs> no. You know, so, well, so now that story leads into, and that was the last time I worked in food. <laughs> so that story led me to McDonald's story I saw. Guy coming through the McDonald's, and he's recording this. The reason he's recording is because he got cold fries from McDonald's. And he was very upset about this. And he wanted fresh fries. Right? Now, I'm guessing that they were making them. Right? Mm-hmm. Because that's the only narrative I could think what was going on. Right. And he's there yelling and complaining that they're ignoring him. That they're just walking around. No one's doing anything in there. I want my fries and all this other stuff, right? And, like, the manager finally comes over and gives him his fries. Now he wants his money back because he waited so long. And he's complaining. He's going to call corporate. You know? And all this stuff, I'm like, my God. Over a $2 order of fries. Yeah. 
Yeah, and it was just like I couldn't believe it. It was you know, and as it brought flashback memories of that moment with that lady, dude. Like legitimately, if I would have been in that McDonald's at the time, I would have thrown two bucks at the guy and said, "There's your fucking money, go." Yeah, there's a Burger King nearby. There, statistically, there has to be. Yeah, I, I, but the I, manager I, was the one that came up and said, "Oh, what is your name? I'm calling corporate." I I don't get. I I, I, I never understood calling corporate. I'm I'm often wondering, does corporate sit there and say, "Do you know how many complaints we got?" About the Boise, Idaho McDonald's. Yeah. <laughs> do, you, do you think they care? Somebody didn't get a pickle. So what should we do? Uh, we better have a meeting about this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you, do, do you think anybody at McDonald's headquarters is losing sleep over that? Yeah. You know, No, they don't care about your complaint. Yeah, it's... <laughs> it's and, 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 and I'm not knocking... Fast food workers. No, I'm not knocking. We've been there. Yes, we have. But if you're gonna go in and berate and belittle a fucking dude making eight bucks, nine bucks an hour, yeah. Do you really think they give a shit? Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah, and I've I've learned from the a good idiom or simile or analogy something. Never, never screw with the person making your food. No. No, I am very hesitant to send anything back in a restaurant. We never did. We did complain about the number of fries in a large once. Yes, that. <laughs> yes, we did. Yeah, but, but let's be fair. It was a that was they gave us a small and a large. Yeah, and it was like no, that's the way we pack our fries. No, no. The, look how many I have in front of me. I remember she was just so irritated with you. Next thing I know, just like the whole. A whole basket of fries. A basket of fries got dumped on your tray. Everyone's like, good, got our fries. Yeah. But we didn't film it. No. Well, they... We didn't call corporates. No, it, they didn't have camera phones back then. We didn't threaten to call corporate either. No. We were just like, no, fries now. Yeah. I paid for a large. I'm going to give me a large. Right. And and like I said, though, <laughs> you know, I, I'm in a, in a restaurant of any, any description. Mm-hmm. I'm very hesitant to send food back. I don't. I, I, I never do because I'm not that picky either, though. Well, if if I want something particular, okay, like if I want something in particular, mm-hmm. then I may send it back if they totally fuck it up. Yeah. But it's got to be pretty bad fucked up. Yeah. And I'm not talking about overcooking my steak, you know, unless it's like well done nuke to death. Then I'll send it back because I don't like, uh, I think it is an abomination and should be punishable by uh, imprisonment to cook a piece of steak past medium. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, like, unless you, like, really, really overblast my steak, I'm mm-hmm. not going to send a steak back or anything like that. I'll just freaking eat it. Mm-hmm. And undercooking, it, the only way I'm sending it back is if it's damn near raw. Chicken. If it's pink chicken, you can send it oh, back. Oh, yeah. Pink chicken, I'm sending back 100% of the time. Uh, but, you know, I'm very hesitant to send back food because I don't want my shit getting spinning. Yeah. I I just, I don't go to places that it's an issue that food needs to be sent back. Right. I, I, it, it, if a restaurant has, if a restaurant is shit, I'm not going to eat there. Right. I don't go to shit. I try not to go to shit restaurants, too. 
Yeah, if you're going know. by accident, well, that's it. That's going to be the end of it. Yeah, I, I, oh, dude, I'm very much uh, one strike done mm-hmm. with restaurants, especially if you fuck up breakfast. Oh, I don't get the restaurants for breakfast anymore. If you fuck up breakfast, I'm never coming back. Uh, I, n- nope. Uh, there's this one, um, uh, Brett Regal, the Nick Massington's partner. Okay. I used to do the custody. I uh, I was doing the custody exchange for his son. I would have to take him up to the Great Bend exit mm-hmm. on 81, the last exit in PA on 81. Mm-hmm do the exchange with his mom and there's a little restaurant right right where we uh a little diner right where we do the exchange and i went in jesse and i went in there for breakfast the one day now when a diner a diner in pennsylvania first off doesn't have shit on a shingle of any variety the hell exactly that ain't right right they don't have shit on a shingle, either with sausage or chip beef, nothing. And, okay, well, that's not good. Your breakfast meat choices are sausage, bacon, ham. Mm-hmm. Where's the fucking scrapple? This is Pennsylvania. Yeah, but still, it's it, that, okay, yeah, that's a moneymaker, but fuck scrapple. I love scrapple. Oh, God. I love good scrapple. Oh, there's but, no such thing as good scrapple. Yes, there is. No. You're, yes, there is, you commie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the one that, the, oh. like, the, the final nail in the coffin for that diner, undercooked home fries. Hey, no, no, no. Them potatoes need to be cooked. They were, cr- they were cr- crunchy crunchy and i'm not talking about crispy crunchy i know i know exactly what you mean oh god yeah no nope sorry you fuck breakfast up that you're done man i might give you a second shot on lunch or dinner but nope breakfast no never Uh uh-uh best place i think i ever had breakfast my cousin took me to this place in new hampshire Uh uh-huh now (laughs) it was an omelet place Okay. But they never heard of a farmer's omelet. Okay? That must be a regional thing for us. Right. Here's the worst part. I don't really know what's in it, but I know they're damn tasty. Right. So I'm kind of trying it from memory, and I'm like, uh, onions, peppers, tomato? Uh, I, I don't know what's in a farmer's omelet, but could you? So I'm just kind of adding shit. I think I made a half Spanish, half ham and cheese. Yeah. <laughs> See, now... My idea of the perfect omelet, it depends, like, the perfect omelet for me depends on my mood. Um, I like ham, cheese, and mushroom. Oh, mushroom is awesome. Ham, cheese, and mushroom. Or sometimes I'll go with ham, cheese, mushroom, and tomato. Mmm. Mmm, nom, 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 uh, I don't think you, there's, you know, I don't think there's any omelet ingredient that I don't like. I, olives. I don't like peppers. Peppers. I, I don't oh, like peppers. Peppers in everything. I love. I are love delicious. I love green peppers, but don't put them in my eggs. I went to Copperhead Grill yesterday for a work get together. Uh huh. I had the quesadilla there, and they had jalapenos on the side. I th- I put them jalapenos in the quesadilla, slathered it in the sauce, and then I had something called, uh, uh, there were uh, macaroni and cheese fried balls with venom hot sauce. Yeah, you were saying about oh the venom sauce. Oh my god, there was it. 
they were delicious. The venom sauce, for someone who doesn't eat hot sauce, they are going to have a sting to it. But for me, it was on the medium scale. Yeah. And, of course, whenever I get hot stuff at restaurants with my coworkers, they, they know what I'm like. Yeah. You know, we went to PJ Willihan's and I ordered an Inferno sauce. They accidentally gave me the hot sauce. Uh-huh. And I'm sitting there, I was like, this isn't too bad, right? Ate it, no problems. The next time I went, ordered another sandwich with the Inferno sauce. This time they actually put the Inferno sauce on it. Holy shit. Yeah. I said, it's delicious, but not if I have to go back to work. Yeah. <laughs> it, I, I do I do enjoy a good hot sauce, but the thing with for hot sauces with me is it can't be all heat. Oh, there, yeah. There's got to be taste to yes. it. Like the last dab from Hot Ones, oh my, from uh, the Pucker Butt Farms, oh, delicious. Yeah, and that's like a million Scoville. Million Scoville. That's uh, it's hot. That's right around. That that's a that's a that's on the strong end of a habanero. It's it's hotter than that. I mean, this, I think this thing has ghosts in it and everything. It's it's delicious though. I, I could be wrong. Yeah, oh, yeah. Ghost pepper is the million Scoville. Yeah. It's it's way up there. It's delicious. Yeah. Yeah, we had some of that at the Game Cafe, and we all eating our, our chicken tenders with this. And, yeah, it'll mess you up, and you can't see for a while, and you start to hallucinate a little bit, and then it goes away as it, I'll have another. That's like these guys, that's like these people that make hot sauce out of, like, pure capsaicin. Why? Yeah, yeah those I don't, <laughs> some I don't like. Why? Or even even like people that are making shit with Carolina Reaper. That's the, too much. The first one's good. See, the, it releases those endorphins in the brain. It's like the pleasure center, you know. And it's just it's it's awesome. hot sauce is just awesome. Hot sauce is awesome, but <laughs> there is a limit. And I think even ghost peppers is like pushing the limit when. My, you, I have my limit mostly is is dry, like the one chip challenge I wouldn't do, because I like stuff on wings. However, I found peach habanero potato chips. I would try those. I I haven't yet. See, because I I I I love mango habanero salsa. Oh, yeah, me too. And that's why I bought these, and I'm like, oh, this is gonna be good. But it's a dry, and I know that it's gonna be weird with the dry. Speaking of snacks, I got my last munch pack, and I apologize that you did not get the partakings of this one, but be, I got it in that little, while we were off. Yeah. They had from China, turkey-flavored Cheetos. What? They were delicious. Turkey-flavored yeah. yes. Cheetos. Val has never had turkey before. This literally tasted like a piece of turkey. I mean, I can't, I'm not even going to exaggerate it. T- and I was saving some just to bring here. Uh-huh. Valerie liked them so much that she ate the rest that was in the bag and then left the bag in the box. <laughs> so I went to grab them. And I was like, who who ate all the turkey Cheetos? A sense you don't hear often. Yeah. And I was like, who ate the turkey Cheetos? And I'm like, and Ryan's like, I didn't. I don't even like them. He didn't care for them. And I was like, oh, my God, I wanted Eric to try these. <laughs> these are awesome. I appreciate the sentiment. Yeah, I mean, if you ever had turkey jerky. Yeah. Tasted like that, but crunchy in yeah. a Cheeto form. It was, they were awesome. Huh. You know? And I was like, oh. But my new munch pack is on the way. So I'll, I hope there's something in there. I mean, I 
Oh, there was so much great stuff in this last one. I couldn't even, but I wanted you to taste the the turkey Cheetos. Turkey Cheetos. See, that's that's one that's one that's <laughs> something cool about this munch pack, is because even in Canada, there's shit that we don't that we'll never get here. Yes, I mean it was just a up a, a just maybe a year or so ago where they started doing all dressed chips down here. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and all the stuff that comes in is like I'm so. Oh, the the Bigfoot ones that I had, the Bigfoot puffs, those were delicious. There was, uh, there's been some hits or misses. Yeah, I got, but I'll tell you, when chocolate comes from Switzerland or Germany, oh, that don't last long. That's like the first thing eaten. Yeah, and I shouldn't even be eating that, but my God, they know chocolate. Yeah, you can't even have an Oreo after that. It's ruined. <laughs> it's it's ruined. Yeah, it's ruined. Ruined, I say. <laughs> uh, so much for sticking our hand in the dirt bucket today. No, this was this was a fun catch up. That this is catch up on. And yeah, we need more. I want to see what the topic is. Maybe we can maybe we can show prep for next week. Okay, well let, let's, let's do that. Let's see what the what topic will be for for next week, and we can prep, and this will be fun. And I, we got to fill that thing up. Jim, give me a good one. I thought he called you. Uh, no. Yeah, it was said. Uh. Movies we should show our kids. Hang on. Where, where's my... And he sends that to me while I'm watching Spinal Tap. Nice. Where's where, where's my post-it notes? Here. Here, write that down. Movies to show our kids. Hold on. Or Movies we should show our kids. Hang on! <laughs> I am pushing the button! Okay, so as oh, Bill's writing... It broke. Oh, Jesus, he's breaking my pencils. This is the one. It's a good one, too. It's oh. one of yours, probably. Okay, of course. it's If it's good, it's mine. Uh, okay, so for next week, our next week's topic. Yep, this is one of mine. Mm-hmm. And something we can sink our teeth into. Yep. I don't even have to prep for that one. Neither do I. So we'll we'll talk we'll talk about what that is when we have to. Right. We don't even got to prep for that one. Nope. Should we tell everybody what no, we're going to talk about? No. All right. Let's let's a nice surprise. Yeah, okay. Well, then we know what we're going to talk about next week. Yep. But you don't, so you're going to have to tune in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So, um it's been good catching up. Yes. Now we sh- uh, with the new schedule, we should be back to uh weekly shows. Shit, I'm going to figure out this Facebook shit too. We're going to start doing that shit. Yeah. Or uh, maybe one day we can even Twitch it. You got to Twitch uh I don't know about Twitch because Twitch is really. Uh, I don't want to say that they're a lot like censorship and all that, but they, I might be able to get away with it, but I don't know how it would work. What? Cause are you saying I swear too much? No, because they swear on there, but you actually you got to make sure you put the adult things on. So we couldn't really do it on my channel. We'd have to create a whole channel, and believe me, creating a channel on there is you have to get a, you have to have an email address with the channel. You have to like it. It's just, it's, it wasn't easy setting up a channel. Okay. Well, I mean, I do have a dedicated email address. Yeah, I for think the, if we just Facebook it live or Instagram it live. Or yeah, we could do something like that. Ain't TikTok in it. I fucking got TikTok and watched your shit. God damn it, man. Which shit? The lip syncing. <laughs> oh, shit. It's, but I'm like, I'm like, I got curious and I'm like, I wonder what he does on there. And I started, I'm like, oh my God. It's not bad. No. But, you know, it's like, it's just, I, when I saw the lip sync, I was like, oh, he's, well, first thing I thought is he's singing a duet with people. And then I click on, I was like, no, it's lip syncing a duet with, what the hell? Yeah. 
<laughs> it, I, I'm stitching on with other people yeah. lip syncing. But what I want to do, what I do want to start doing, and I need to get a small amp, a mm-hmm. uh, small bass amp. I want to start doing some bass covers, posting some bass covers. Okay. You know, um, I mean, I, I'm limited to now three minutes on TikTok, mm-hmm. but you know, I like just play some cool stuff. Instagram and, it, man. Or I can insta- do Instagram live. and Yeah. And that's what I think we should do if we do that for this, because depending on how you tag it, you can get out to more people with the the thing. Yeah. I mean, we'll just have to do landscape and move the table around just to make sure that we're there. Yeah. All right. Well, let's talk about that when we uh, sign yeah. off. All right. All right. So with that being said, we're going to sign off. Until next time, this has been Oh No, Not Them. I'm Eric. I'm Bill. Later on.